This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, May 8th. The year is 2023. It's great time to be alive in this crazy world. And we are heading to another great week. Last week, we had uh, 105,000 in production again. Again, a little bit lower for us, but now the old high is the new low. And we keep chugging along and we keep adding new writers. So we're gonna go over the leaderboard and then Mr. Lee has something for us. So let's go one by one here. Okay, so here we go. Bridget Ingwa, heck of a week last week, seven deals, uh, 11,163. So let's see if we can get Bridget online so she can share some of the takeaways from last week. Bridget, are you there? Um, I'm here. Okay, so so talk to the people um, doing 11,000 in a week. Not too shabby. What did you learn? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if I did anything. Thank you. I don't know if I did anything new per se. Um, you know, just be persistent. I mean, Monday morning I had one up, okay, on the whole of Monday. So you just stay with the process, just trust the process, and just uh, one day at a time and not freaking out. And then I would say one thing that has changed for me is my belief system. You know, I believe I don't care how Monday looks. I don't care how Tuesday look. I am not going to have a bad week. You know, I just have to increase your BS, I guess they say it. Okay. No, sounds good. And then we have a Carrie Weiss song with a double-double last week. So 10 deals, 10,690. And then Erica is back above 10K. Six deals for 10,185. So let's see if we can get Erica on board so she can share some of her tips from last week. Erica, are you there? I'm here. And I got to say the same thing. Nothing special, just work. Just work. Okay. She is a woman of very few but important words. And Michael can attest to that, I'm sure. Okay. So uh, Chelsea George had her record week. So four deals, 9,146 for Chelsea. This is in the second month with us to we'll have such a crazy week. That's a, that's a great leading indicator. Then Marsha had five deals for 8,872. So Marsha, what did you learn last week? Never give in, never give up. You know, it, it, even you might have a tough day where you get nothing. You might have laid seeds, you might not. Just keep moving. Don't give up. Keep working on your process and it works. You just have to pick up the phone. That's it, picking up the phone. One person not afraid to pick up the phone is Jamar Mitchell. Another four deals, 81, 81 for Jamar. Just grinding it out, man. So so give us some of the nuggets from last week. That How did you improve 1%, Jamar? 
um just trying to connect more um just uh trying to get everyone involved if i find out someone's married i'm not really running one leggers anymore i don't have time for the i gotta think about it so if you gotta think about it uh let's get if you want to ask your wife some questions or your husband that's great when can we schedule a time to go over it with both of you oh no i can do it nah i can't do that when are we going to speak when are both of you available and uh, if, if you don't act like you need the appointment right then and there, then they can feel that and they appreciate you trying to get the spouse involved. So that's what I would say. Okay, that sounds good. Then we had uh, Mariana, nice week of four deals, 66.89. So Mariana, I don't think you had a week before below 5K for like two months in a row now. Right. There are a few, a few, few of those in there, but they're good weeks. You know, it's important, so important what we do on those weeks, and that our activity doesn't go down, or we get lazy, or just discouraged. So, it's uh, I, I like this business for that reason because it makes you put your <laughs> focus on what's important, and sometimes what we can control is just dials and appointments, things of that nature. So, that is it. Any interesting stories from last week? can't think of any oh you know actually that's a good one and I was very confused on how to proceed with this one I had a guy um that kept that got a decline for a felony a one-time felony spent eight years in jail sexual battery and like two years of probation and I reached out to GPM and and um they said that as long as it's been a one-time deal they'll actually accept him and they approved him like no questions asked so Eight years in jail, that was a tough conversation to have. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, it just comes comes down to doing what's right for the client. And if I have a product that I can place him with and be thorough with like the information, then that's what I'm there for. Yeah, it looks like GPM has really worked out for you. What are some of the tips you can share with the agents? When do you go to GPM that you know likelihood they will likely get approved? So... Um, I really like that I can approach their underwriting team before I can submit a case. And they're they are, they're super fast. I mean, nowadays they respond to me within an hour. So if I have a lot of medications and I'm not sure, I know that national life is just going to be a drawn out process for two months in medical records. So like I, I go GPM or ADB or nothing at all, right? Um, so a lot of times I approach them prior to that uh, and then follow up with the client if I have a, a good answer. And then I just make sure I'm very thorough on the application. There is um, at the very end of the application, just additional notes you can add. So for, for something that didn't come up, come up on the application, I'll just put like, hey, took a medication for this three years ago, sleep apnea, um, you know, well-controlled. Um, this is the, the 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 doctor. So I just try to be super thorough so they don't come back around. But they've been like very efficient and very thorough i feel like no good good they're treating you well so another good week for mariana then we have michael cotton found the fatty for 5236 mark cormier had a very nice week uh five deals mark 45 25 this is probably your best week at least in a month mark so talk to us what happened uh I hate to use the words I lucked out, but I had a, a few uh, husband and wife uh, deals there. So I got, uh, you know, four apps right from that, you know, two husband, two wife. And, uh, yeah, just uh, just kept at it, kept uh, kept following up with them. That's it. And, you know, 
harder you work, luckier you get. So again, husband and wife, that should be a combo all the time if you can. Then we have Nikki Moore, two deals, 36.45. Then Beth Vogue, two deals, 35.94. We're going to get back on, I mean, uh, Beth on, on, online for podcast shortly. I think she has written more than 10,000 in her first uh, three weeks with us. So that's really good. Then Sean Chadwell, three deals, 26.97. Renata found two for 24.04. Trista had an off week for him for 2213. Uh, Mitchell Brooks, uh, three deals, 2083. John McMillan, three deals for 1899. John Cranford found two for 1836. Becca McKay had one for 1685. Louis Nelson, one for 1588. Dali had two for 1068. John Moncress had a couple for 981. Leah Jones, Scratch for 801, Lee Scratch for 757. And then we have Becca Swan, first time writer. She scratched for 691. And uh, let's unmute Becca here for a second because writing that first application is probably the hardest thing in the world. So so talk to talk to us, Becca, about that whole experience of writing the first tap and, and how was the whole first week of smiling and dialing? Absolutely. It was pretty difficult. And that first app was just very awkward, I got to say. And I learned a lot from it. I mean, big, big lessons from that and all the calls I had last week. It was my first week of dialing. And from beginning to end, major improvements, major lessons. And, you know, it's just awkward and just pushing through that uncomfortable feeling. You know, I feel great today. You know, I think I it was... <laughs> it was a lot of fuel to know that I could persevere through feeling awkward. <laughs> so now you are a week more experienced. What advice would you give to yourself that is a week younger than you right now? What would you do differently this week? Um, try not to worry so much. Just continue to trust what you're being told and you know what you're learning from your upline. And don't worry about nagging or not nagging them but don't worry about calling them too much because that's what they're there for and um let go of anything I had from like previous employment or previous um you know personality traits that keep me a little too that kept me nervous or that kept me hesitant or that kept me too polite so I'm adjusting those traits big time this is a chapter of a book, what you just said in the last minute. There's like four different chapters. I already see it in my head. We're going to go and record that one right <laughs> there. I see Jonathan Powell is smiling. He knows what's coming. He's another guy that just got his license in a couple of weeks. So he's going to be next, Becca Swan, very shortly. So now, Becca, you had one that was that was the wife. The husband is coming in a package deal, right? Right. Supposed to talk today. Okay. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Okay, so so that was good. So, Ali, it looks like we have a, a lot of momentum here. We have some type of a new writer every week. What do you have cooking for us today? Well, for one, that's going to be what we can see for the foreseeable future. So, um, but let me back up half a second. Good morning, everyone. Great job last week. This is what we're talking about. Um, so many warriors going out here just protecting families. 
understanding that what we do has so much intrinsic value. And, and here's the key, guys, when you truly understand that, and I get it. Some of you guys here, right, when you came here, you came here for a job, right? And, and, and that's great, right? Because we have to provide for our families. That's completely awesome. But when you understand that your responsibility and what we do and how much we can impact people's families, when you really get that to seep inside of your soul, I promise you, you will start to love what you do here. You will love the connections that you build with these families. The conversations are awesome. I think, Becca, you you know, having dialed now for a week, you had some amazing conversations. Um, Hunter, the same way with you. When you get into this, you start having some amazing conversations. We're like, hey, this isn't that bad. I'm just talking to a family that needs me. And sometimes they might not even truly understand how much they need you because they might not have lost that person truly, truly near and dear to them. But I assure you that the service that you provide, when that time comes that they lose that loved one, they will either wish they had purchased from you or they will be amazingly grateful for you coming into their life. You have value. I want you guys to remember that. And, and I want you to remember as we get ready to go into our, our, our video for the, for the day, that in order for you to become massively successful, you're going to have to accept that I'm going to be bad before I'm good. And you're going to have to accept that failure is a natural part of the process. It is a, it's an inevitable part of it. It's going to happen. Understand that you're surrounded by successful people and we have all done it and you're standing on our shoulders. Okay. So turn your volume up guys. Um, we've got a nice little video for you. Hopefully it gives you some encouragement to fight even harder today and this week. So we're going to get ready to get this party started. So here we go. I have failed far more times than I've succeeded. Far more. You, you will never succeed more than you fail. That's not how it works. You know why? Because failure is a wonderful teacher. It's the only way to learn. You have to fail. Failure is a part of the process to becoming successful. I tell people this all the time. Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player in the world, he took 946 game-winning shots. 946 times since he was in high school, the ball has been in his hand to take the game-winning shot with no time on the clock. He has only made 146 of those. He has missed over 700 times but he has made 146. You know what they write about? When he make it. They write about when you make it. So guess what? When you get through failing, 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 all you gotta do is make one. All you gotta do is make one. I've had in my career probably a total of I've been to over 200 pitch meetings to pitch ideas in Hollywood. Out of those 200, they have picked five of them. 200 meetings, 200 show ideas, they've picked five of them. But you know what them five was? Hits. 
So you know what they made me? A star. I only had five. I only hit five. The rest of the shows I had, somebody thought of and asked me to be on the show, and I might have turned it into a hit. But I've only been picked, five, five of my ideas got picked. In 33 years, five ideas got picked. All I need is five hits. That's all. Y'all don't even know I was in them other meetings. They don't write about it. They just write about my hits. They just need a hit, man. So when you fail, it's a part of the process. Keep going. You're supposed to fail. Shit, who you know that gets it right all the time? That's impossible. You have to fail. Matter of fact, when you fail, be glad about it. Every time you fail, you one step closer. So every time you fail, say, whew, got that out the way. Go to the next one. Fail again, okay, I got two out the way. What's going to happen is if you just keep, keep swinging, you're going to get a hit. A baseball player gets paid millions and millions of dollars for a 300 batting average. That means out of every 10 times he goes to the plate, he only hits the ball three times. They're millionaires. They only hit it three times. Man, please. I can't wait to fail. <laughs>
Hunter, keep going through those failures. Watch and see what happens. Jonathan, start going through those failures. Watch and see what happens. How do we know? Because Dick went through them, Robert went through them, Marshall went through them, Kerry went through them, Jamar went through them, Bridget went through them, Erica went through them, I went through them. The list goes on, guys. I can go all day. I can do it all day. See, we know it works because we've done it. We know that the success is found after the storm because we've gone there. We've been there. And I promise you, you guys have a long way to go before you catch up with the failures that Dick has had to go through, the, the, the failures that Robert has gone through. You got a long way to go before you experience that. But look at the success that comes with it. And I say that to you guys because I really want you to be encouraged. I want you to go out there and fail. I'm going to close on this right here, guys. I want you to go out there and fail as fast as you can so that you can get better at this process, so you can build your confidence, so you can go hit those three balls, so you can go get those five show deals, right? Some of you all know the story of Thomas Edison, who's given credit for creating the incandescent light bulb. And some of you all may or may not know that when he was going through that process, and, and at that time, known as one of the brightest, uh, most intelligent men of our time, one of the most, one of the greatest inventors as a, of our time. He went out and hired a hundred other scientists, inventors, and people constantly asked him, why would you go hire people who are not as smart as you are? And he said, because I can't fail fast enough. He couldn't fail fast enough. He needed to get the wrong answer more often so he could just rule those out so I can get to the right answer. And he failed at that thing over 10,000 times before he got it right. I don't want you to get discouraged when you're not closing deals. I want you to find out why. Seek counsel with your manager, right? Seek counsel. Understand that there's learning in that. And when we say record, I need you to start recording yourself so that we can then listen to it and dissect it. Because that's how you learn. You learn from the failures. The failures are a powerful teacher. They are wonderful, wonderful teacher. You guys heard me talk about last week that when my son was coming up and I used to play him in basketball, I would always destroy him on purpose. It did him no good to be eight, nine, eight years old. Yeah, it might have helped his ego, but it wasn't going to help his game. I needed him to be able to fight through adversity. I need him to learn how dad plays. I need him to learn that dad's going to get older. Dad's going to get tired. If I just if I just stretch the game out, dad will get tired, and then I can start scoring easily because dad's going to stop guarding me, right? That's simple math, simple equation right there. Cardio isn't what it used to be, all right? So remember, guys, failure is okay. Don't get discouraged when you're not closing deals. I want you to keep pushing. Mark said earlier he think he got lucky. No, he didn't get lucky. He kept going. And if you keep going, you're going to get lucky. That's how the game goes, right? So that being said, um, um, Dick, I know you had some words you wanted to say, so go ahead. The floor is yours, sir. You know, it's funny. I had already written down the baseball example, failing seven hundred times or seven out of ten times. You fail seven out of ten times, not only do you make millions of dollars, but you get in the Hall of Fame. But that's, that's right. not what I wanted to zero in on this morning. We had a bunch of people say, Oh, what'd you do different? Oh, I didn't do anything different. I did the same thing. No, every one of you did something different. And what you did is you changed your attitude before you started working. If you look back at what Bridget said, there was a difference in attitude. She didn't do well on Monday, but her attitude was she was going to do 
trust the process. Erica, trust the process. Jamar, trust the process. It was all in their attitude. They focused on the process rather than the results. So for everybody on here, the attitude is the biggest thing. If you start calling your leads over and over and over again, when you're calling your leads and you don't have fresh ones, what happens? You start expecting the same answers you got from the people before. And when I was in the field, I would get 10 new leads every week. And I would set my six appointments on those. And then I would call the leads I'd never gotten a hold of before. And with those, then I would set two more. And some of the old leads I'd called numerous times. I seasoned the leads. At the end of 30 days, they went into a different file because I got tired of hearing the same thing. So I didn't call them back for 90 days. After they stayed in that 30-day file for a while, when my attitude got sour on that client, I didn't call them again while it was sour. I moved them into the 90-day file so that when I called them back again, I had a different attitude and I had a different approach with them. And that's the key to this thing, guys. When you hear, oh, I didn't do anything different. No, you may not have done anything different, but you did approach it differently because of your mindset. And that's a very important part that I hope everybody will start zeroing in. I like to read between the lines and between the lines said, I changed my attitude. So let's pick up on that and run with that this week. Let's change your attitude. Look at the lead. As you were talking about a minute ago, this isn't a lead. It's a family. There you and go. Come home because of a car wreck or a heart attack. Mary's going to lose the house. So if we have that mindset with it, we change our attitude on how we approach it because we are going to make a difference in their life. 